Hello, and welcome to Stay SCL, Connected in Sac City. My name is Micey Lee, and once again, I'm joined by Africa Full Love and Melissa Ferrante. Hello, ladies. Great seeing you both today. Good morning, Micey. Good morning. Morning, Melissa. Great seeing you. We hope you enjoyed our conversation last week with student Alex Grievous and his mom, Chioko. Their stories certainly resonated for us, and we hope they did for you as well. Once again, our goal for this podcast is to bring you stories from our Sac City community that will hopefully deepen our sense of empathy, connection, and belonging to each other as we navigate through these difficult and uncertain times. We know COVID-19 and the school closures have disrupted many things, and one of the most impacted students in our school system have been the students who are getting ready to transition into another milestone. Whether you are a kindergartner transitioning into first grade, sixth into middle school, or eighth into high school, we know the school closures have impacted you personally. No one feels this disruption more keenly than our high school seniors whose rite of passage activities such as senior prom, senior picnic, senior trips, senior sunsets, have all now been canceled. With graduation still a big unknown, we wanted to check in with our seniors to see how they were handling all of these things, uh, all these changes and disruptions. But before we get into our conversation with our two seniors, Melissa, can you share our SEL competency of the week and a tip for practicing that SEL competency? Yes, I'd love to. Um, Our SEL competency this week is self-management. Self-management is the ability to regulate one's emotions, thoughts, and behaviors in different situations, um, effectively managing your stress, controlling impulses, and motivating yourself. So my tip this week is... Um, connecting with your breath. So we're going to do even in, even out breath. So I hope that you guys do this with me. Um, So just sit up tall if you can and feel your feet on the earth. Relax your hands in your lap. If we're going to inhale to the count of one, exhale to the count of one, then we'll inhale to the count of two, exhale count of two, and we're going to go all the way up to five and then come back down. Okay, you guys ready? All right, here we go. Take a breath in, one, breath out, one. Inhale to the count of two, one, two. Exhale, two, one. Breathe in, one, two, three. Exhale, three, two, one. Breathe in to the count of four, one, two, three, four, exhale, four, three, two, one, inhale, one, two, three, four, five, exhale, five, four, three, two, one, breathe in, one, two, three, four, exhale, four, three, two, one. Breathe in, one, two, three. Exhale, three, 
two, one. Breathing in, one, two. Let it go, two, one. Breath in and breath out. So I hope that left you feeling a little bit more energized and peaceful and calm. Um, you can always learn more about the SEL competencies on our webpage at www.scusd.edu backslash SEL. There you go. Thank you, Melissa, for that great information. Um, I've always loved um, and be up to practice yoga and with our current stay at home orders, I've done a regular practice um, lately. So I've been thinking about you a lot and trying to be, you know, centered and grounded um, each day. And that's really just helped to create my own rhythm um, of self-care for myself, which is really, really important during these difficult times. So thank you for that. It's a great way to get started. Um, and as my C shared and mentioned this week, we are joined by two seniors from two of our large comprehensive high schools who will share their experiences with distance learning and the school closures as they wrap up the last few weeks of high school. So please let's welcome Sitlali Garcia from John F. Kennedy High School and Malik Peterson from Rosemont High School. Hi, good morning. Hi. <laughs> Welcome here. And hello, Sitlali and Malik. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today. Before we get into our conversation, would you mind sharing a little bit about who you are and what our audience should know about you? And I'll start with Sit Sitlali and then Malik, I'll have you follow. So tell oh, us okay. a little bit about yourself. Um, so my name is Lolly. Um, I'm a senior at Kennedy. Um, let's see. Um, I'm a part of Link Crew, and I'm also an EQ ambassador at the school. So yeah, and then outside of school, um, I've done karate for about like ten years in November. So yeah, and wow. um, yeah, <laughs> and um, after high school, I plan to go to Sac State. That's awesome, Lolly. Thank you for introducing yourself and Malik. Uh, my name is Malik Peterson. I'm a senior at Rosemont High School. I turned 18 this past December. Um, Happy birthday. I, <laughs> <laughs> I played, um, I've played football, and I've done track all four years at Rosemont. Um, I was a three-year captain for my track team, which is the longest that you can, because you can't be a captain as a freshman. Um, mm. And then last... Last track season, I won the division in my event, the, the discus throw. So. Wow. That is amazing, Malik. Um, and I'll, I'll stay with you and uh, just kind of follow up with that. We know a little bit about who you are. What are your plans for next year? Um, I plan to go to Sac State to study um, kinesiology, hopefully trying to find like a job in physical therapy after that. Wow. Oh, wait. Okay, same. <laughs> no way. Wow, yeah, no way. That's crazy. Kinesiology majors, huh? Mm -hmm. <laughs> what are the odds? Okay. Um, well, Sit Lolly, would you like to add anything to your future plans? Um, well, I we had talked about this before, but um Sac State was like not my original plan. I was supposed to um ship off to the Navy and 
on June 23rd this year, but I had like sustained an injury. So yeah, I had to change my plans like really quick. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know that um, that can be challenging, but just kind of getting to know you a little bit, I can see that you are super flexible and um, quite creative when it comes to looking forward towards your goals. So I'll continue the conversation just a bit further. So we we all know the school cultures have been very difficult for many, um, but you seniors in particularly, I imagine it's been very, very challenging. What did you think when it was announced that our schools would be closed due to COVID-19? And Sitlali, I'll start with you. What did you okay. think? Okay, so, like, you know, like, when the beginning, they're like, oh, it's just going to close until next Thursday, next week. I was like, mm-hmm. yes, yes, I need a little break. You know, it's been stressful. And they said, oh, it's going to be closed for the next two weeks. And I was like, oh, okay, like, I guess. And then they're like, oh, it's going to be closed for the rest of the year. And then I kind of started stressing because I was like, oh, my God, like, what am I going to do? Yeah. Yeah, I I could only imagine. Um, So, yeah, we'll come (laughs) back to that. I'm I'm just kind of processing that. And Malik, what were you thinking when those school closures were announced? The same thing as Salali. The first two weeks, I was like, you know, this would be a nice break in the second semester and then go back and crush school. And then they said that the the school was going to be closed for the year. And my my first thought was my track season because like mm. we had we had just I think we had two meets already we had the meet at Cordova and the meet at Kennedy High School and um you know I was I was just getting back in the groove of um competing and you know back in the mindset of always trying to win and then the track season was done so now I was left like hanging high and dry because I'm all hyped up ready for the season and then now I don't have a season and so that was yeah my my first thought when I heard about the school closures was athletics yeah and you know Malik I think you bring up something uh, that a lot of students can resonate with right now especially um, those spring sports athletes um, who are preparing to get the season moving and going and unexpectedly had it stop and so I, I know that a lot of our listeners will be able to relate to that um, Sitlali, I'll, I'll come back to you with this idea of um, just challenges. What has been the hardest thing for you since all of this has happened? Since all of this? Um, so like I had said, I sustained an injury in my shoulder. And since November, early November, I've been doing physical therapy. But um, it wasn't, I wasn't doing enough progress um, for like them to see like a real change. So I was supposed to have an MRI done in April, but I couldn't. It got canceled because of COVID. So now I'm kind of just sitting at home and like, you know, mm-hmm. like my shoulder's not like hurting so bad where like I have to scream in pain and cry, but it, it constantly feels like it's hanging by a thread. So it's like, there's not much I can do. So yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, I know a lot of people have ran into that if it's not, like a super large emergency, a lot of those supports have been postponed. And so thank you for mm-hmm. sharing that. Malik, what's been the hardest thing for you? Again, I, I, I kind of feel what she feels. Um, all four of my wisdom teeth are growing in right now. And 
I there's there's really and my my bottom two are impacted, so it's 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 starting to cause some some tension, some pain in my mouth. But again, it's hard to find places that are gonna operate like that, especially now. So I have to kind of sit and endure it until things open up and I can go see a mouth surgeon. So that yeah that and then it's like it it hurts to eat on certain tar- sides of my mouth on certain parts of the day. So I think that's yeah, one I think, of the biggest things. I think our listeners could, a lot of people can empathize with that as um, we've had to postpone just things like oral surgery, um, you know, braces breaking, all of those things that you could usually run in and get um, treated. So thank you for lifting that up for us. Um, We'll go a little bit further and kind of dig into this idea of distance learning um, and moving all of your uh, classes to this online platform. So how is distance learning going for you? I'll start with you, Malik. Um, honestly, for me, after my track season was canceled, I kind of lost all motivation to do my distance learning. And like my teachers have been putting in work. But I just I just haven't been able to find it in me to sit down and do the work just because like all the work I had done in the first semester, all the training I did, you know, for track season in the winter, like right now, I'm kind of in this mindset of like, so what? And like, why should I? Because like my grade's not going to go down anymore. So I could not do anything and graduate. But at the same time, like I know it's in my best interest to do my work and, you know, stay on top of everything, but I just don't have, like, the motivation right now just because of all what's what's been happening, and it's, 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 it's just sucked it out of me. And Sitlali, does any of that resonate for you, or how's it going for you, this distance learning thing? Yeah, it's, like, the same feeling. Like, I don't, like, just, like, it's, like, really hitting out. Like, I don't want to do it. Like, oh, I'm so tired. Like, do I really have to do this? It's not going to affect me. But then, like, I try to do it, and then, like, I have struggles. Like, I can't upload it onto Google Classroom. It's, like, it's, like, um, it's, like, little challenges that will, like, defeat you. Like, the little things will, like, you know, discourage you the most, especially right now. And you don't have any peers around you or a teacher to motivate you and keep you, you know, grounded. So it's really easy to, to, you know, get lost in all the work. (laughs) Yeah, I hear you. Even as adults, you know, we struggle with that. My C. So um, can, can I ask you both a question? So you, you spoke to um, this lack of motiva- motivation, right? Because in, in some ways, your, your grades are kind of locked in is what I heard um, uh, you both say. And um, so, Lolly, I think you spoke to this idea of not having peers or, or teachers around to motivate you. Mm-hmm. So um, to that point, how are you staying connected with your peers? How are you staying connected with your teachers, your counselors um, to sort of navigate through the next few weeks? Um, I still have I have like a couple counselors and they like I talk to regularly. So they kind of help me. Like, if I have any questions, they'll answer it for me. Like, right now I'm dealing with a lot of paperwork or stuff I need to turn in for Sac State. So they've been helping me. Like, teachers, like, a ton of our students go into um, my one te- my econ teacher's um, office hours. And obviously, no one really has questions. 
so you kind of just sit there and talk so that's like a way we've been like saying social not really we've just just been communicating and like also social media plays a huge part because most of us have each other on social media so yeah yeah um yeah can, can I follow up with one more question? Um, what is it that you miss most about um, that sort of physical presence of your teachers and or your, your friends? Maybe Malik, you can I miss, respond to that. I think the competition to want to do better in the classroom, like um, in, my, in my economics class, I have some of like my best friends, my, uh, my football friends in there. And... Sometimes we'll have an activity and it turns into a competition of like who's gonna win because we play, we play um, Jeopardy for extra credit points in the class, right? And usually we end up in separate groups and it's always like we're talking across the room like, oh, you know, you can't answer this question, trying to get in their heads and you know, trying to get that winning edge, you know, because there's that competitiveness from competitiveness from football. So it, it transfers over to the classroom and it makes like I think I've one of the highest grades in that class. I, I had like a 97 or 98 by the time yeah. um, the schools had closed down. So I think that that competitive nature to make me want to do better in all my classes this year, I think that's what I miss the most. So you brought that competitive spirit from the field yeah. into the classroom. Wow, that's awesome. What about you, Salali? I feel like I just miss having people around me. Like it's such a like, you know, you spend, like, these last 12-plus years in school surrounded by everybody, like, five days a week. And then suddenly you're going to sitting in your room, like, trying to finish all this work by yourself. You know what I mean? And, like, I know some people, they have siblings or they have people who live with them. But, you know, like, not everyone can have that, like, that social interaction. So I feel like we're yeah. so used to having people around us. And, like, the fact that they're not there anymore is kind of, is kind of like, like, you get lost. Like, you're confused. It's like you're not used to this. You're breaking out of, like... Uh, like, how do you say it? It's like you're breaking out of a habit that you've created, like your whole life. Like you're in school, basically most of your life. Mm-hmm. Like up to this mm-hmm. point, you're in school most for most of your life. So it's just like not having people around you is kind of scary. Yeah. Well, schooling has been about being with a room full of people, mm-hmm. yeah. right? And so this new schooling is very different. So I, I can imagine that that motivation or that competitive edge um, isn't quite as present for, you know, to, to both your points. So thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you guys for um, just kind of lifting that up, the, the importance of that connection we make with one another um, in space, be it in the classroom or finding um, the office hours online to see a friend's face that you haven't seen in a while. Um, it really is important. And so we've got a wonderful question um, that we would love for seniors to speak to, and it's about you giving advice. So what advice would you give adults, teachers, and administrators in our district regarding everything that we've just talked about um, regarding distance learning, end-of-year activities, um, such as graduation, what advice would you give us? And Malik, we'll start with you. Um, I thought about this earlier. I know, like, this is a hard time for everybody, especially the district who has to, like, find a solution, and they've never had to do this, so they have nothing to, like, compare this to, to find a solution. But I just feel like um, 
if I just knew that they had like some kind of graduation ceremony or senior activity like in the works, like they were trying to develop something, I think that would kind of ease the the anxiety and the you know the 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 tension that you know we feel on a day to day basis. Like you know, just just so that we know that you know they haven't forgot about us, or they're just like okay, let's worry about the next year, and you know they're still they still have us in our mind or they still have us in their minds and I think that that would probably cause a lot of seniors to have a little more faith in the district and you know that everything will someday be okay can can you uh say a little bit more about that but by, by the way that that was a very uh, thoughtful piece of advice can you say a little bit more about what you would like to see in terms of a reassuring message? I mean, um, so my father is a, he's a teacher at Rio Linda High School, right? So that's Twin, Tw- Twin Rivers District. He said that they sent out an email saying that um, a consideration for having like a graduation ceremony like later, like in August, that that was like, being considered heavily but it's something like that just so that we know that they have some kind of because a later graduation I'd be okay with that honestly like it it doesn't have to be right when it's supposed to be as long as if I can walk the stage get my diploma you know shake shake the hands of people who had helped me you know through this four-year journey administration my counselors my teachers my best friends you know just having that kind of atmosphere and that ceremony I don't it doesn't matter to me how late it is, you know, that's the kind of thing that I mean by that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Thank and you. Lolly, if you were to offer any advice, what would it be? I say the same thing. Like, please, like, just keep us in mind because like, obviously like you guys, most of our teachers and administrators, like, I'm sure you guys care about us and how we feel. So like, please just keep our emotions in mind. <clears throat> Because it is, it's really hard, like, it was really hard, like, when, because personally, and us, Kennedy, we have a senior full of group chats, and we send, like, any updates, like, oh, like, if we don't have enough people at this game, come out and support, or something like that. So, like, when um, someone texted and said, oh, McClatchy's graduation ceremony might be canceled, like, someone had said that. I'm not sure where they got it, or, like, I can't give, like, a viable source. But, like, someone had said that because it was a rumor swirling around. So I was, like, devastated, because obviously, like, like, the thought of not walking the stage is really scary. Like, two years prior, I see my brother walk the stage, and it was just like, I was like, I can't wait for that to be me. And, like, when I was eight, I watched my sister walk the stage. And the same stage, I was like, I want to walk the same stage. Like, it's, you know, like, our emotions, like, they're really high right now. I feel like for most of us, like, we're either angry or upset, like, that this is happening. So, yeah, just, like, also stay safe. Stay at home. <laughs> Wash your hands, please. Yeah. So, so can you say a little bit more about what graduation means for you? And maybe we'll start with Salali. I feel like it just means like, like celebrating yourself. Like, obviously you're only on stage for a couple seconds, but like it's that couple seconds that really matter because you get to like see like everything you've done, like everything you've accomplished since like grade school. It's like it's finally coming true. And I mean, like since freshman year, we've been hyping graduation up so much. Like it's all we've like really been looking forward to this whole time, like 
that's the end goal. You're like, you're finally meeting your goal and now you're moving on to another one. So I feel like that's what graduation really means. Mm-hmm. Mal- Malik, Me, it's like question? a rite of passage. Like you, you completed, you know, everything that you had to do to really start living your life, you know, whether that's college or finding a job, starting your career. Because um, my cousins graduated. I think I was like 12 or 13. And like, then I saw them go and live their lives. You know, my cousins are out doing big things, backpacking across Europe and stuff like that. So having that notion in my head about high school graduation, it, it made me feel like, like once I graduated high school, then I'd be like an adult, go into the adulting world, make something out of myself. And then I went to last year's graduation too for my school and seeing all my friends walk the stage and how happy they were. Then it starts putting ideas in my head, like who I want to walk my stage with, you know, are we going to do our handshake in the middle of the stage or have some kind of saying, you know, like stuff like that. So, and then not having, not having that graduation really sucks, but yeah. 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 It's, it's tough. I mean, it, it is, you're right. It's something that a lot of students look forward to. Um, when, when I was uh, working at the high school, it was really cool to see that how the students decorated mm-hmm. their caps and to your point, you know, the decisions about who your partner would be, all of these little things that um, are so essential. And um, yeah, and I think, Salali, you also spoke to this idea of um, the sadness, this, this anger, this frustration, um, but also this thoughtfulness about why we're, we're um, in this situation, right? And so you said, stay safe, stay healthy. So there's this almost dual mm-hmm. emotion, competing mm-hmm. emotion, yeah. the disappointment mm-hmm. of, of um, missing out on your senior, the last part of your senior year, um, the frustration with that, yet also this, this understanding of, wow, you know, there's, there's, there's a safety component to all of this. Go ahead. Yeah, and I seen I seen something on Twitter, and it was like, oh, like it was like an older person talking, like an adult, and they're like, class of twenty twenty, like you guys are being selfish. All you care about is like your graduation. I forgot. It was like an mm-hmm. argument on Twitter, and it was like, like it's really selfish. Like obviously we're in a pandemic. Like right now is not the time to be complaining about your graduation. But like, like you know, like you're not in the same like shoes as us. Like we like you know we've been mm-hmm. building up to this for four years. Like. Obviously, you must have graduated. You know how it feels like to be on that stage. You're going to down talk, like, everything. Like, oh, I don't even remember it. Oh, it was only 15 seconds. You know, I fell asleep during it. But, like, to someone who's, like, right there, like, right at the foot door, it's, like, it's, like, it's bigger than that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a big moment. Yeah. It's a big moment. And, you know, and, and at this point, you know, part of where, where folks are is people are going to feel how the, how the way they feel, um, but people aren't in your shoes, mm-hmm. right? Class, class of 2020, the, the expectations that you had that are now um, sort of, sort of mm-hmm. dashed, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, thank you for being so thoughtful. I'll turn it over back yeah, to Africa. Um, and I'll just add that I think Malik and Sitlali, you two are um, lifting up a really prevalent experience for all of our seniors and everyone who's in that kind of transitional moment in their education process, whether, whether it be a kindergartner or, you know, an eighth grader or a a senior who's going on um, into the world. And so um, 
yeah, we just honor your stories and appreciate you guys being um, just truthful about how challenging it is. And what I think I heard in what both of you shared is like, we really just want to know that um, leaders are thinking about this transition for us, that at some point there will be a plan so that you can engage in um, some type of graduation ceremony. And so thank you for bringing that forward for us. Um, so since our competency of the week is self-management, um, and I know that this whole process has taken lots of self-management, do you have any self-management tips that you have been particularly um, leaning on to get you through such a challenging time? Um, and Sitlali, I'll start with you and then Malik. Uh, yeah. One of mine, um, it could be, it's like really helpful to me, but when I'm really busy, it's really self-destructive. Um, I like to sleep a lot. So when I feel stressed, <laughs> sad, angry, any emotion, I sleep. And I sleep a long time. So, you know, like if I'm busy, like it's not the best thing to do. But, you know, like it's the best way for me to to like feel okay because when I wake up like when you sleep like like I barely dream so it's like I just feel like mm -hmm. relaxed and like that relaxation when I wake up like I know that I can do something again like I know because I if I'm stressed or if I'm mad I can't work so yeah like that's just me like I need to I need to take a break I need to close my eyes take a quick five minute nap and then I'll wake up and I will feel better yeah that's awesome rest is um, necessary, right? To uh, restore mm -hmm. the body and um, to prepare yourself for new things. So thank you. So thank you for that tip, mm -hmm. Sitlali and Malik. I'm totally, op I'm totally opposite. I have to work out. If if I'm sitting around, and I'm bored doing nothing. I get this like burst of energy, and I have to I have to go do something. Whether it's push ups or sit ups or I think the, the other day I put a bunch of books in my backpack and did like squats and lunges and stuff just just to do something because like I've played sports for about five years and I've worked out all those five years so being able to work out all the time then not being able to like at all with gyms closed and my school weight room being closed I'm kind of like going crazy so I have to do any kind of movement and go run around the, the neighborhood or something, just, just something to stay active. Yeah. I think you both lift up um, different ends of the spectrum that people will be able to utilize um, those that feel the need for rest and those that need to get up and move. Um, those are great tips. Okay. And so our last question for both of you um, is related to just op optimism and hope for the future. Um, so despite the challenges that are present in your lives, what is one hope you have for um, either the next few days or for the next several months? And Malik, I'll start with you. I hope that everyone who is expecting some kind of graduation or promotion ceremony gets that ceremony again, no matter how late it is, because in my household right now, my sister is going from eighth grade to high school. I'm, I'm graduating high school and going to college. And my dad recently got his master's degree and he was expecting to have his graduation, mm -hmm. I think this month. So 
I know there's three of us in here who were like, who were expecting some kind of graduation or promotion ceremony, but we all got coroned out. So, <laughs> but so I think I think we can all like, at least in my house, we can all agree that you know whether or not it's on time, we'd still like to have some kind of recognition or ceremony or something from what we've done and what we're moving on yeah. to, you know. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. Is it Lolly? Uh, can you repeat sure, the question? Sorry. <laughs> I got lost in the No in the worries. <laughs> so, you know, just despite all the challenges that are going on, um, what is a hope that you have either for the next few days or the next several months? You know, I just, I just hope that everyone, like, you know, that we can get through this. Everyone can, you know, stay self, stay healthy, stay safe, you know. Like, obviously, like what Malik has said, like, graduation is still a part of it. But first and foremost, we need to make sure we are all safe first because that's what really matters. Yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. So in preparing for our conversation together, we asked you each to bring a question that you can ask anyone um, on on our uh, panel. So would either of you like to ask a question um, to anyone on on the call today. Yes, Silali. Um, I don't know who can answer this, but I have this question. Um, and I asked my vice principal and she said she didn't know yet, but I was hoping maybe you guys knew. Um, I'm not sure if it, it's like relatable or relates to this, but um, does the does the order that, you know, like after a certain day, after I think it was March 13th, like your grades can't change, does that still um, apply to the fourth quarter or is it just third quarter? Well, I mean, you're asking a wonderful question and one that I think um, it's still being discussed uh, okay. in, in the district. So I'm sure uh, once decisions are made, um, your administrators as well as your teachers will know and I would imagine that they would communicate that with you uh, immediately as well. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I wish I had a better answer. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> thank you. And Malik? Um, I think the biggest thing on my mind was senior projects and how that was going to be handled. Because mm-hmm. I, I know a bunch of my friends had asked the teacher who handles that and our counselor and our administration, but we haven't really gotten any kind of concrete answer. So I think there are people out there who are also wondering about senior projects as well. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I, I think to your point earlier about graduation, just having that communication would be reassuring and, and sort of clarity. Right. Um, but I know senior project is a big, big deal. So um, I would imagine um, that that is something that uh, will need to be communicated and um you know, if we can be of service, you know, we, we can certainly on our end try to investigate and um, we can reach out to you if we know anything. Okay, thank you. Yeah, those they are really great are. questions. Um, and, and I think a lot yeah. of people have them, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we just want to, again, say thank you, thank you, thank you for sharing your stories and perspectives with us. Your voices uh, will definitely be a support to those who are experiencing sim- similar, excuse me, feelings and stressors in our community and beyond. So again, thank you, thank you. Of course, you're welcome. Thank you for having us. 
Yeah. I mean, you guys are just so insightful and so thoughtful and, and articulate. And I, and I knew this coming in because I uh, was fortunate to have had previous conversations with both of you. Um, but um, I'm just blown away. You know, and we know things are hard now and we wish things were different for you both. Um, I, I know I, you know, I too, I think I shared with both of you that I also have a senior, um, my daughter, and who is also experiencing some similar, similar um, uh, frustration, pain, sadness of missing important rites of passage activities as she both described. Um, and I think one of the hardest things, uh, at least for my daughter, is the sense of unfinished business right? Not getting uh, to say goodbye to her friends and teachers as, you know, I, I heard a little bit from, from both of you about that um, feeling of being connected to your, your peers and your teachers in that physical classroom. Um, that's hard. Um, and we know it's hard. And we appreciate you both for just being so honest and giving voice to the pain and frustration that many seniors feel, um, and most likely will continue to feel for a while. Um, so again, I just uh, am grateful that you're both um, were able to be available and um, were willing to chat with us. So thank you. Um, Africa and Melissa, any final reflections or thoughts on what you just heard? So I'll go. I just want to say thank you so much to Zitlali and Malik for showing up and being you and um, just sharing your vulnerability. And um, I really appreciate, I think that the topic this week for our uh, self-management was perfect because you guys both manage yourselves in, in different ways. And um, I think Sitlali said, I don't let the, or you can't let the little challenges defeat you. And I know that you both have had a lot of challenges with this and you're still persevering. You're still, um, taking care of yourselves, you're, you're trying to stay connected with your peers, your teachers. Um, and I just remember to breathe and, and keep going because you two are amazing. And thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. And, and I'll just add um, again, thank you. Thank you for being um, with us today. Um, things that resonated for me were really um, your was really your ability to both um, lift up the experiences of not only yourself, but many of your peers. And so I think um, it's just been important to have those stories front and center, because we know that everyone is dealing with um, distance learning and sheltering in place in different ways. But in particular, our seniors are really um, managing and navigating lots of challenges. So Thank you for that. And then I also want to thank you for the advice that you offer um, for adults and leaders, the importance of communication for you and just hearing and knowing that there will be a plan. And so thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you, Africa. And just as a final thought, wow, you know, in listening to uh, both uh, Malik and Salali, I can't help but think how bright our future is with these future leaders uh, in it. And um, again, I'm just blown away. Yeah. Future so bright. You got to wear shades, guys. <laughs> there is just something so honest and real about youth voice. And perhaps we use these certain times to turn to our youth and really listen to what they have to say 
um, because they certainly have some very poignant and insightful things to say. Um, and in doing so, we may learn something in the process. So again, I'm just uh, honored and privileged to have had this conversation today with Salali Garcia from JFK and with Malik Peterson from Rosemont. So thank you both. And thank you listeners for being with us today. Be sure to tune in next week for another episode of Stain SEL Connected in Sac City, brought to you by the Sac City SEL team. We are, we belong, we can stay safe, stay healthy, stay SEL. <laughs>